Welcome to the Vanilla to Vixen podcast. This show contains adult content, so if you are under 18 or easily offended, please switch off now. Mr. and Mrs. N are not qualified relationship counsellors. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Now the disclaimer is out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy our journey from Vanilla to Vixen. Episode 18 of Vanilla to Vixen. We are your hosts, Mr. and Mrs. N, also known as... The Naughty Couple. Hello, Mrs. N. Hello, Mr. N. Now, this is the Halloween special, Ghoulies and Goblin. (laughs) Whose ghoulies are we talking about? Oh, well, talking about whose ghoulies, here's our very special guest today, all the way from Pennsylvania. Welcome to Vanilla to Vixen Halloween special. I'm Count Dracula. Mrs. N, what does a boxer and my girlfriend have in common? Oh, I don't know. They both go down for the count. (laughs) (laughs) Does he give you the willies, Mrs. N? (laughs) It wouldn't be the first one to give you the willies, would it? No, it wouldn't be. This is the Halloween special. We've got a lot lined up today. We've got a special interview uh, with Louise and Paul from Fab. We have. And we're going off to see them in a little bit. Yes. But meanwhile, we've got all sorts of things planned for the Halloween special. We were going to do a little bit of apple bobbing. (laughs) Uh, But yes. Is that a euphemism, Mr. Mr. N? (laughs) I thought of, you know... Things we could use instead of apples to make it a bit more naughty. I could think of a couple of things. But I, yeah, I couldn't really think of much. <laughs> Bollock bobbing or something. I don't know. <laughs> so we give that one a miss. And instead we're going to play Trick or Treat. Oh, Trick or Treat with Mr. and Mrs. N. Mrs. N, do you know why witches don't wear any panties? <laughs> I don't know. It gives them a better grip on their broomsticks. <laughs> so some of these questions were sent in from our Discord chat group. We've got a special Discord chat group for people that attend our live events and some of our listeners as well. Lots of couples on there. It's really a really nice, friendly chat. It's not all about sex, is it? Sometimes it's about shopping. And- oh, it's about all sorts. We talk all things strictly, which is my favourite. And girly stuff, yes. <laughs> that's right. And some of, the, some of the boys talk about video games and all sorts of stuff it's quite good fun um and there's a link to the discord chat group uh which is on our podbean uh website so if you go to vanilla to vixen.podbean.com you can see a link on there on how to get onto our discord chat and uh some of the people on the discord chat sent in some questions for our trick or treat section they they did yes and we've added some as well so we've got about 30 questions in a this trick or treat box 
<laughs> I'm looking forward to delving into your box, Mrs. Oh, you know. And we'll just have to find out what's written down on some of them. We've written them down and we'll see how this goes. I'm not sure how this is. <laughs> so we've got trick questions. The trick questions are kind of unpleasant experiences. And we've got treat questions, which are kind of questions on all our nice swinging experiences. Yes. So we'll have a go. Who's going to go first? I think you should go first, Mr. N. So let's let's shake it all up a little bit. So Mrs. N is now shaking her box. <laughs> it's more of a jug. <laughs> it's very nicely decorated with some ghoulies on it. Okay, let's I modelled it on you. Right, am I reading this one out you then? The first one. Out. All right. Okay. Oh, this this was this would have been better for you, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, how do you select appropriate candidates when looking for couples or single guys? Oh, good question. I'll ask you that question. You can ask me the next question. The way that you and I play. We're, we're kind of like hot wife couple, but yes. we like playing with couples, but not kind of just full on. It's just more full. just soft. Yeah. Soft swap, isn't it? So suppose we look for playful couples that yeah. like all sorts of different activities and yeah and and the thing is for me and this goes with the single guys as well is the most important thing is that there's a connection there mm. so uh and even if you if you're not meeting them in person to find out if you've got that connection i can usually tell over chat so right. when we've been chatting i can usually tell if somebody kind of sparks my interest what about in a club if, if you see if you see somebody in a club i suppose it's the same thing but just in it is i mean it face to face especially if you're meeting in a club i suppose you you've got to have that automatic attraction yeah i think um and then it's a bit of a case of when you, you know you get to talk to somebody and if you kind of all click which is quite difficult for a couple isn't it i suppose because both of you have got to be interested you've, you've got double the the sort of connection haven't you you've got to you've got to make two connections one person i suppose if you're a couple that likes full swap as well yeah you've got to have a male that likes the other female and a female it's hard enough just finding people you fancy it's <laughs> <laughs> a wonder that this activity ever takes off it is it is so it's like for for us i think especially where couples are concerned we've both got to feel comfortable absolutely um and um I think you have to go with your gut instinct on that as well. But for me, it's more about personality. It's more about if you click with somebody, if somebody can make you laugh, if you if you have a good time or you feel good when you're in their company. Yeah. I think that that's probably how we would look at choosing somebody to play with. And obviously, yeah. it, vice versa. I mean, we could like them, they might not like us. So, And we've talked about this before. You always get like a, a little bit where... Sometimes you make really good friends with somebody, but then it's like you don't want to fuck your your, your friends kind of thing. You can become... No. In, in, that's in a club environment. Yeah. And you just... And you don't know if they fancy you. So you don't... You know, if you've made like a really good like friend bondship... Yes. Even in a short space of time, you don't want to offend them going, you know... Should we go and fuck them? <laughs> That's the thing you see, because you meet so many people at clubs and things, and it could be that you actually really like this couple, hmm. you know, to chat to and talk to, but you won't necessarily have that that extra yeah. something that makes you want to go and play with them. Let's cool. do the next one. Good question. <laughs> right. Okie dokie. Let's have a look. Ooh. Delve into your box, Mrs. F. Right. This is a good one. 
How do you cope when the green-eyed monster makes an appearance? Oh, that's definitely one for you, Charlotte. It is definitely one for me. Because I, I just, I don't get particularly the green-eyed monster. So, I mean, our, I mean, our dynamic is that, you know, we don't do full swap. Well, mm. you don't do full swap. I, I do, but you don't. You do, you do soft play. But we've done this, we've said this before, that it's always um, kink and play is, is very, very fluid yes so we we say this this week but next week it might yeah i mean you just i think for me the the problem that will be is whether um from my perspective is if there's somebody that is kind of showing signs of interest to to mr n Mm. um but it's not making me feel comfortable yeah the first thing i'll do is i'll speak to you about it Mm. and i'll just say i'm not happy yeah um that's not happened very often. It hasn't happened very often at all. I mean, we, we have joked. There have been. I think. I think sometimes you you've quietly said in in uh, a club environment, if there's someone that has obviously showed me attention, yeah, they're usually drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> um, but if they've and if they're not particularly to our tastes, um, I know you have quietly said you know i don't particularly yeah. like her kind of thing that kind of thing it's not it's not so much that i don't like them it's just that i don't feel comfortable yeah. with it and it's like you know for me to be able to share you mm. i have to feel comfortable mm. and not threatened of course um and there are people out there can be a little bit too full on sometimes yeah um, and it's a little bit, no, 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 no. We've talked about it before. It's, it's communication, isn't it? It is. And that's all I was going to say. So, you know, if I am feeling a little bit threatened or a little bit jealous or whatever, I just talk to Mr. N and just say how I'm feeling. Um, and we discuss it. And uh, and that usually solves the, the problem and we can carry on and have a really good night. That's right. Because if both sides of the couple aren't having a good time exactly neither side of the couple will have a good time absolutely because you're going home with each other so yes that's it communication yes. is the key it certainly is let's right, do it Mr. again Ren. i'm going to lean forward into your box hang on one sec there you go <laughs> right what have we got oh, i've got two. two i'll put one back this is good fun halloween <laughs> <laughs> oh you're gonna love this <laughs> what's your biggest fab swingers turn off So Fab Swingers is a website for our American listeners uh, because it's mostly British, I think, on Fab Swingers. Yeah. Um, And it's a great website where all the swingers hang out and have a chat and everything else. And there's plenty to talk about on this subject. Oh, we could be here for a long time, Mr N. (laughs) So what's your biggest turn-off on a profile on Fab? Biggest turn-off is... um, I think we've spoken about this on on a previous episode, but it's... um, Dick pics that are done in the toilet. (laughs) Why anybody would think that would be sexy, I do not know. But if you're out there, guys, please don't take any dick pics while you're on the loo. It is not sexy. It's the old ghoulies over the toilet seat. (laughs) Um, And one of the other things that really turns me off when you get a message on on, um, Fab is when they just open up with, I really want to fuck you. It's like, great. Thanks for that. You and about a million other people. And I suppose also as well, when you just click on it, it's like, are you free now? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Usually either like early hours of the morning. Yeah. I tend to find we get a lot of messages sort of like one or two o'clock in the morning. Why don't you people sleep? It's like, no, I'm not with you. I'm asleep. Well, you're not asleep if you're reading their message on Fab. Well, no, but you know, you read the message a bit later on sometimes and realise it's like you've just messaged me at like the ridiculous hour. It's like, no, I'm not there. <laughs> oh, and, and the classic one as well is, are you horny? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good one. That is just like, that immediately makes me feel not horny. So, yeah, that's a, that's a good tip. So, guys, women don't walk around feeling horny. No, we don't, I'm afraid. <laughs> We're not like the male species where it's turned on permanently. <laughs> yeah, once you click on Fab, it's like, oh, nice pair of tits, I'm horny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, we don't have the same effect. So. Am I picking one now, Do are you? Want, you? Well, that, no, I'm going to pick one for you because you, okay. you just picked one for me. Hang on. Does it say who this question's from? Or is it one of ours? Um, no, this is one of ours, I think. And is it a treat or a trick question? Um, I think this is a, a trick question. Okay. Not in the sense of it's... <laughs> tr- a, you know, You're not trying to... Just... I'm not trying to trick you, no. So, how do you deal with unwanted attention? Ah, oh, what, for me? Yeah, this, this is a good question for me because obviously... Um, as a hot wife couple, and I know that you, feel, you know, obviously we've, we've just discussed where if, if women kind of showing um, styles of play that are not to our dynamic, I think you have to be quite direct. Yes. Um, but without being rude. Yes. So it's just like, you know, um, for instance, we've been in, in the jacuzzi in the hot tub in the club, and there have been where women have literally just come and plonked themselves on me yeah which you should always ask first if someone wants to play i don't mind if if you know i have a gentle rub of the leg or, or my leg or something like that or, yeah absolutely and that other women have actually sort of you know but you should always ask about touching yes and, and it goes for no matter whether it's a, a lady doing it to a guy or a guy doing it to a lady it, it should be equal and so there should always be permission asked before you start sort of doing that kind of thing. Absolutely. But <laughs> when people have had a drink, it, it it does happen and people do get a bit carried away sometimes. And I think you just have to be um, direct. And the easiest way to do that without being rude is to say, look, we're a hot wife couple. Mm. So my wife plays and they get the message pretty quick. Yeah. The other thing that, we, that you know, I'm, we have done before is um basically removed ourselves from the from the situation sometimes though you shouldn't have to if if you're in a jacuzzi or a hot tub and you're enjoying yourself and then somebody just plonks themselves on on your knee i mean it it, it's very rarely happened it does very rarely happen um but on the the odd occasion that something like that has happened um and ladies if you want to come and sit on my knee you're perfectly welcome <laughs> I'm now going to get zero attention in any club. That was my plan. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, you know, a simple uh, or you know, a simple. No, we're all right, thank you. Exactly. Which, which, it's pretty much the etiquette anyway, especially when you're yeah. in a club, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and you tend to notice, especially not for for me with um, maybe single guys or or whatever is they, they tend to try the eye contact first. Yeah. So, and you can usually, you know, you can usually tell, you get a feeling that somebody's kind of looking at you and whatever. <laughs> and if it's not somebody that you're particularly interested in, 
I always make sure that I, I don't particularly make eye contact with them because yeah. I don't want to give them the wrong impression. Yeah. Um, we have had a couple of occasions where people have had a little bit too much to drink. And unfortunately, even if you tell them what your dynamics are mm. or if you feel you've, you've tried to make it clear that actually you're okay, you don't particularly want to play with them, sometimes they don't quite get the message because the alcohol, unfortunately, yeah. kind of takes over. Um, and nerves and, and things. And nerves and everything else, um, which is a shame because they're, they're not going to have the best experience. No. So, um, but that's when, you know, sometimes we've talked about it before when people have safe words, as yeah. we call it. Yeah. You know, it's just letting your partner know if you're not feeling comfortable with it. Um, and, and like I say, either remove yourself from that particular area. Absolutely. It kind of, kind of gives the impression then the that you're not the, interested. If, if they're ultra direct with you, then you have to be ultra direct back. But yes. again, always, there's never any excuse to be rude. There's no. never any need to be rude. But you can be direct and just say, no thanks. Yeah. That's direct. Exactly. You know, there's, there's no point in, in pattering around being ultra British and polite yeah. about things. That, the thing is, though, Mr. Wren, that is tricky because when we first started going to the club, I was terrible and I was like, oh, I don't want to offend anybody. I didn't feel comfortable saying, um, no, I'm OK, thank you. But as we always sort of say, and as, for instance, John, the owner of Liberty Elite, will always say, a polite no thank you yes. will not offend anyone. Exactly. And if it does, they shouldn't be there in the first place. No, absolutely. And... Um, but also, I think as a couple, we obviously, you know, like we say, communicate. Mm. Um, we know each other so well. We know when each other's probably not feeling particularly comfortable. Yeah. And there are times when you've kind of stepped in for me um, because I've probably struggled to, to say the polite, no, I'm okay, thanks, because I felt a bit shy or yeah. a bit embarrassed or whatever. <laughs> I've kind of gone, yeah, that's not going to be your time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's nice to have, you know, have you back. Yeah. so to speak so that that's always a, got a good top tip if you're going as a couple or you've got a friend with you or whatever it's you know d discuss it beforehand yeah um and just um read the signs is is a good one next one right come on then mr n oh oh now this is a good one for you mrs n okay I think this is sent in from Miss Foxy, I think. Oh, the lovely Miss Foxy. They were on last week. They were fabulous. They were. And also as well, Mr. and Mrs. Foxy are coming as special guests to our Vanilla to Vixen night. So uh, Saturday, the 12th of November. Yes. At Liberty Elite. There's still spaces available. All the rooms have been taken, I think, at the club, the overnight accommodation rooms. Um, but there is a travel lodge very close to the club in Lutterworth that uh, I think still has rooms. So if you need accommodation, Saturday the 12th of November, come down, meet us. Meet, meet Miss Mr. Yes, Mr. and Mrs. Foxy. And they're coming all the way from Wales. They are, bless them. And not only that, I think they have special little outfits for the evening. Really? Absolutely. It says, oh. I've had a sneak peek, but I'm not giving it away. So if you want to know, <laughs> what the outfits are you need to come along to our evening oh i'm just having to think now <laughs> cool blimey so guys if you are coming to our event on the 12th of november uh just a um, couple of little things to tell you about one of the things is um there is a specific dress code for the club absolutely on saturday night it's couples and single ladies only it is and uh the dress code is uh smart casual yeah however when we say smart casual they do say no jeans and no trainers there's no jeans no trainers no t-shirts ah 
Absolutely. So it's collared, collared, collared shirts, shirts and trousers for the guys. And then whatever the ladies feel comfortable in, um, you can dress it as, as glamorous as you want or you can come in your sexy lingerie if you're feeling... We do like a bit of glam, don't we? I mean, oh, we do. The night starts off by getting ready. It does. It's part of the anticipation and it everything is. else. And it's so we love to see everybody's outfits when they, when they come in the club, don't we? Absolutely. Okay. Right. This is from the lovely Mrs Foxy. Do you ever have a crisis of confidence and how do you deal with it oh that is a good question yeah even though we've been swinging for many years i mean the more you do it the more confident you become you do i mean um it has taken me a very long time to feel confident in myself and with playing with other people what sort of scenario would give you a crisis of confidence um I suppose it would be if, and I, I, I can tell you what it was. When we first started going to the club, mm. uh, and this is one of the tips that we, we kind of give out for anybody that's attending a club that's never been before. Yeah. I think we kind of like stood in the corner a little bit out <laughs> the way, just kind of watching people and things. Gripping onto the... Gripping onto, yeah, whatever was close by. Um, because it was like, wasn't quite sure how to approach people. I went through that whole, if I talk to somebody, are they expecting me to sleep with them? Yeah. So I didn't want to talk to anybody. Um, and it was like, you know, you might catch the eye of somebody think, oh, yeah, they're nice. I quite like to play with them. But then they're not really reciprocating it. Yeah. And as women, we are the world's worst at putting ourselves down and thinking we're not attractive, they don't fancy us, they don't want to sleep with me. And you're in an environment where there's lots of other ladies. Yes. Some dressed down, some dressed in lingerie, amazing figures. And I'd imagine you kind of, it's it's human nature that you judge yourself against other people. It is. And it's like, it's quite an odd one because... We've been to the club before when there's people been there that we we like really liked mm. and wanted to play with and it hasn't actually happened. Yeah. Um and it's kind of made me feel a little bit I'm I'm obviously not that that sexy. Sexy that they want to or you know am am I am I too wobbly? Have I got too many wobbly bits yeah. there, you know. All all kind of things go through your head. And then you find out afterwards that you get a message from them saying, <laughs> oh, my God, I so wanted to come and speak to you. I've been dying to see you and I really want to play with you. And it's like, well, why didn't you just come up and say it then? <laughs> and it's like, that's happened so many times it to has. us, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, so when you suddenly start hearing that, it's just like, oh, OK, so I'm obviously not that bad then if they wanted yeah. to but it's like they were almost too nervous to come up to us i mean we, we tell people all the time go with zero expectations yes the more expectations you give yourself the, the the more let down you can be yeah just go and you will always have a giggle usually and it's just an amazing night out it is and i think you have to um you kind of have to put yourself out there sometimes Absolutely. Don't, don't be afraid you and know, that gives you the confidence then in does. other areas of your life away from swinging. It does. I remember a story, Mr. N, mm. of one of our visits to um, Dark Desires Night. Yes. I don't know whether it was our first visit. I can't remember. Okay. You might have to remind me on this one. And we were in the, in the playroom and there was a lot of activity going on. <laughs> as there usually is. As there usually is. And we were lying on one of the outer beds just kind of watching what was going on. And there were lots of women having fun with interracial guys yeah uh and i was very jealous because i was like well 
nobody's coming up to me. I want one. I want one. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I said. And it was just, and you knew, didn't you? You could yeah. tell on my face that I was a little bit, you know, kind yeah. of like, why is nobody approaching me? <laughs> um, so sometimes you just have to go, do you know what? You just got to get out there. Absolutely. Next cool. question. So, right here. I've got two, time for two more, I think. Oh, here's a good one for you, Mr. N. Do you socialise with playmates or friends from the swinging world? Yes, we have done. We Ma- have? Yeah. And we do. Absolutely, yeah. I think, obviously, since we've done the podcast, swinging has become a bigger part of our lives. Yes. Um, not necessarily the sex, but we've met some wonderful people and we've got such... We were talking about this only the other day. We've got such good friends. Yeah. Um, and the, the chats and the laughs you have, like with Mr. and Mrs. Foxy. Yes. And and other people, Vanilla Chocolate. And there's so many. I don't want to sort of um, just pick people out. Then we've got other friends that will feel all they've left out. But we've, we've got such lovely friends. And when we go to the club, we, we see couples like Poo Tang. Yeah. Who are just... I love spending time in their company. Yeah. They're brilliant people. And you have conversations that you don't have in the vanilla world. Absolutely. And I don't mean, again, just about sex. You just have really open conversations about all sorts of things because people feel less guarded in that environment. I, I think, and if I was totally honest, because obviously we've we've got vanilla friends mm. um, that obviously don't know... Um, <laughs> our dark side. Our dark side, <laughs> yes. The friendships we have with them compared to the friendships we have with people in the, in the swinging community... Yeah. Is di- so different because I think when you talk to other swingers, there is that openness. You can be completely yourself. When you've got a vanilla friends that don't know, yeah. no matter what sort of level you're at in this lifestyle, um, no matter how big a chunk of your life this is, because swinging isn't a permanent part. No, not at all. It, it's not intrinsic inside you for instance like um being homosexual or something like that yes homosexual that is what you are it's who you are um it's part of you whereas swinging this is something you do some of the time yeah but you still it's still a little chunk of your life whether it be a tiny tiny little crumb (laughs) or a great big fat chunk (laughs) and um i think that if you have vanilla friends that don't know that side of your life Mm you're not kind of sharing all of who you are. No, that's true. Whereas with swinging friends or friends in the swinging community, um, I feel that they know more of us because they know that part of us. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm probably totally wrong. That It's just how I feel. No, just... I, no I totally agree with you, Mr. N. Totally agree with you. I, and I could honestly say it's not that I'm not comfortable around our vanilla friends yeah, absolutely and you know we can talk about all sorts but to have that extra friendship with somebody mm. who understands yeah what it's like to be in the swinging world yeah um and all the experiences that you have and and everything else it just makes it just more open absolutely um and it's it's a it's almost like a much deeper friendship in in a kind of way so a very good way i feel incredibly lucky Absolutely. For the friends that we have, that we have met yeah. through swinging. Absolutely. Um, because they're just the best. Absolutely. Right, Mr. N, there's one more. Have Last we got one. time for one more? Last one. Here we go. Let's have a read. Let's dig into your box. 
for the last time. Oh, what's your biggest kink or fantasy? That was mine. That was my question. That was your question, wasn't it? Okay. Um, I think most people know my biggest fantasy. It's a gangbang. It is a gangbang. <laughs> in my ain't, head... Ain't no gangbang. In my head, it's just the biggest thing that I find incredibly horny. Yeah. Um, actually, it was really interesting. We had a conversation with somebody not that long ago talking about, um, you know, when you watch porn and stuff yeah. and you see the woman giving the guys blowjobs or there's a gangbang going on and you automatically just assume that the woman's being used. Yeah. Having been in this lifestyle now for some time, that is not the case. The woman has the power. <laughs> the woman has the power. Absolutely. And and it completely turned my whole th- thought process round yeah. about blowjobs and gangbangs and stuff because I love giving a good blowjob. <laughs> I absolutely love it. The more the merrier. This is why it's called the goblin. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's my thought process has gone from I'm just doing this to please the man yeah. when actually it's nothing to do with them. You're it, you're almost in control of their pleasure levels. It is, and it's like no, 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 no. I'm doing this for me. Yeah, and and to make a guy come as well mm. is like a trophy for me. It's just like <laughs> result, absolute result, and it's like, I've done my job and I'm feeling very satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> Big certificate for Mrs N. Yeah, exactly. So, what about you, Mr N? Then um, we've 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 ticked quite a, a bit off of the the kink and fantasy list. I've got to admit, but there are still many many things that that um, and every scenario is different. So it might be girl on girl, but in a different setting or a different. So, so there's still lots of fantasies there. Um, ultimately, I think the huge thing that does turn me on is seeing you play with other girls. Yeah. I think that's most know. man's fantasy, isn't it? It is probably, but yeah, well, not everybody's, but it does, that is a huge turn on for me. Um, I love seeing you with a couple as well. That seems to be my new one. Okay. So if a couple are kind of like sharing you, I'll probably just jizz on the spot. <laughs> To see a couple kind of sharing you, so like my, that's probably my latest one. But like we say, it's all fluid. Next week, it will be something it's else. Completely different, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just about concludes Trick or Treat, I think. It does. That was a very, very good. Absolutely. And now what we're going to do, we're going to get straight off and see Louise and Paul. We are. It won't just be the Halloween ghosts moaning and quivering underneath the sheets tonight. Swingers have been at it all year, you know. <laughs> and now joining us are Louise and Paul. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's very nice to be here today. It is very nice to be here today. Thank you so much for coming on the show. No problem. No problem. So we actually, we've we've met, haven't we? Oh, we certainly have. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> so um, Louise and Paul came to our very first Vanilla to Vixen night. Absolutely. Back in September. I know, it was. Seems a long time ago. It does, it does. <gasps> so, uh, yes, yeah, so we, we met then, didn't we? And we got chatting. And I think my thing was, you guys need to come on the podcast. Yes. Yep. <laughs> we've got quite an interesting story of how you two got into the lifestyle, as we call it. 
Yes, definitely. You could say that. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us more, guys. So, um, Louise, what about you? How did you get into it? Okay, um, I got into the lifestyle with my now ex-husband and we we went to, he took got me to go along to a club because he was interested in sort of the more fetish side of it and um he persuaded me to come along because they got a sauna and a hot tub and I was thinking okay I will go and use the sauna and the hot tub but that's about it into the glamorous side <laughs> yeah yeah definitely and then got chatting in the sauna and some nice guy paying me attention because you know when you've like you've said about body confidence yeah when you first turn up in a club and you take your clothes off and you're thinking oh my god I must think people must think I'm really fat and everything and actually you're getting admiring glances and you're thinking oh okay Maybe um, I'm not so, uh, you know. <laughs> and so, so this guy was chatting away to me and one thing led to another and me saying, no, 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 I'm not doing anything, not doing anything. I ended up in a room with him and actually had a very, very nice time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is an introduction. Oh, yeah. yeah. That sounds like quite a good, a good first introduction yeah, to a absolutely. Call. So was it something that you and your, your husband at the time had, had talked about before or was it just a case of he was already into that kind of fetish? Well... I suppose it had always been in the background. We'd never been sort of like prudish uh, missionary position in the bed and that's it. Um, He'd always had sort of interest in the sort of more alternative side of sex. And, you know, we kind of gravitated towards, you know, branching out. Yeah. And he persuaded me to go to... I mean, I knew what I was going into, but I was kind of like, no, 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 you know, I don't... I don't want to do anything. I'm just going to go along and see. And then I really enjoyed myself. And then <laughs> <laughs> it became a bit addictive. <laughs> you just have a habit of being, doing, being that oh, way. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, so we started frequenting the club quite a lot. And he was able to sort of explore the sort of side of things that he wanted to explore, which was the sort of more fetish. And he liked to role play and... Um, he liked to dress up mm. as a female and how you know enjoy himself as a female. Yeah. Whereas me, that wasn't me at all. I wanted to. I was enjoying having good sex with men, and I was getting a lot of good sex with a lot of different people, and I thoroughly enjoy myself. I was a bit like a kiddie in a sweet shop at the beginning. <laughs> it is that way when you first discover it. it we, is. we were the same when we first went to, to Liberty Elite. We just had to experience every single theme night. And different yeah. night there was. We, yeah, we did. We we were literally like first at the door. <laughs> yeah, every time. <laughs> and then you kind of like when you go to work in the morning, you know, on a Monday. What did you do this weekend? Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just a quiet one. Yeah, it's it. definitely one of those situations where people sit there on a Monday morning in the office or in in a factory wherever you work, and it's like, oh, what did you do? Go down the pub, and you're kind of sitting there going, well, <laughs> yeah, I didn't see you in the pub. Or what did you watch on telly? <laughs> <laughs> so, would you say? I mean, obviously, I appreciate that you're no longer married to your husband anymore. But at the time when you were, you know, going to the clubs and and experiencing that life, do do you think it made a difference to your relationship with each other? Um, It did. uh, Yes, it did at the beginning because it both gave us a bit more. I mean, the sex life prior to that had been a bit, you know, dead. You know, we've been married for a long time and things had gone pretty bad in the bedroom and whatever and the 
kids had grown up and left home. It did add spice to us, but we weren't kind of playing together. We were playing separately because um, we kind of liked different things, really. Yeah. yeah. And I think it emphasised those emphasised those differences. That's really interesting. It is, isn't it? Because we've never had the opportunity to ever speak to anyone on the show where they can kind of say, yeah, it, it emphasised the difference yeah. between us. Yeah. 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 That, that is really interesting to hear. And I'm sure our listeners, we always say, if there's a chink in a relationship, the lifestyle can find it. And... Yeah, and I think kind of now we're not together, he has the freedom to do what he wants to do or she wants to do is his other self. Yeah. And we are still friends. We're still good friends. And he's or she's still very much on the scene. Yeah. And probably people would know them. (laughs) You know, it gets a bit confusing here with gender, (laughs) trying to be gender neutral here. But basically, when he is his other self, he's out there, he's enjoying himself, and he has that freedom. Whereas I kept trying to hold it back, shut it, you know, kind of putting in boundaries. Yeah. So it did emphasise the differences in our relationship. And the more I was getting what the kind of sex I wanted, the less I was kind of prepared to compromise and do what I didn't really want to do. I was, like, yeah. filling my boots. Do you think it made you more open and, and more... You learnt more about yourself and what yeah. you wanted? Oh, gosh, I learnt so much about my own sex, sexuality and what I liked and... She certainly knew what she wanted. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pick up on that in a minute. <laughs> I mean, definitely. Yeah. I will say that... Um, I, I was taught by my husband how to do a very good blowjob, having done it, you know, he obviously played with other males because... Yes. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, he taught me, you know, I, I learned <laughs> a lot. Th- he he learned stuff through what he was doing and then we kind of shared it as well. OK. But as our relationship as married couple, it didn't really work. But we're still good friends. And you're still both happy. So although it, it showed... The difference in, in in your relationship, yeah, it still worked out okay. Yeah, yeah, which is really nice. It and he still really comes nice. around for a coffee every now and then. Yeah, that's <laughs> so nice. That is nice. So, what about you, Paul? How did you get into it? Well, I used to live in Germany. I lived over there for twenty seven years, where they're very open about this sort of thing. Yes, a lot more than as British. Yeah, and it never came up. The topic never came up, even though I always thought, oh, it looks interesting. Might try it. And my ex-wife, who was German, when we moved back over here, she one day said, oh, I'd love to have tried the swinger club. I thought, oh, that's my chance. <laughs> Look online, found the local swinger club and said, oh, we're going out on Saturday night. Where are we going? I told her. And she went along and we thoroughly enjoyed it. Simple as that. Simple as that. Just straight into to the club. That, that's quite... Because now with, with the internet and with fab, a lot of people's first experiences are private meets rather than clubs. Yeah. So it's like 50-50, but, I mean, I think had we started again, I think it probably would have been easier for us to, to go to a club like Liberty Elite in the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so, definitely. Rather than a private meet. So that was quite interesting. So both of you were kind of interested in it, but didn't say anything to each other until... Not until we actually moved back to England, which is where it, everyone says, all oh, the English are very prude, uh, nothing like that happens. Of course it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then she suddenly said, oh, I'd have loved to have tried one. So we did. I thoroughly enjoyed it. 
And what were your dynamics when, when you were married? We always went as a couple. Yeah. Um, we played as a couple. Mm-hmm. Never anything else. But then after a time, she became a bit ill. And that's how it started sort of drifting apart. And then other problems popped up and it just broke down in the end. Oh. So I ended up... It got to the situation she was living here, even though we'd separated, but I couldn't move out. Yeah. So we were living under the same roof. So on a Saturday evening, I'd go out for a drink with my mates from work, which is fine the first couple of weeks. And then after a time, oh, I can't make it, I can't make it. We ended up the one night with just two of us. Yeah. And the other boat said, well, if there's only the two of us, I'm going home. And I thought, well, I'm not. What do I do? And I found Amigos. Ah. I walked in there and someone was sat in the hot tub. Ah, <laughs> so that's how you met. You actually yes. met in the club. We, we actually did, yeah. met in the hot tub. Wow. It's so cool. It just caught my... I know this sounds weird and nobody will believe it. The only thing that interested me on that evening was the eyes and the smile. Ah. Yeah, even though she was completely... That's the only thing I noticed. That is, that, that is where you get a real connection, though, isn't it? It is, yes. <gasps> That's really nice. And then, uh, so how how did that evening progress? I really want to know more. How did that? <laughs> obviously, not you know. You don't have to go into all the details. But... Yes, you do. <laughs> well, I'd sort of been walking, wandering around the club, and noticed her every couple of minutes. And then she was looking at me as well. I thought, oh, she she has seen that I'm here. And we went to the cinema room, and there was another couple in there. And she was playing with her husband. She said, do you want to play with this? I said, no, thanks, I'm completely straight. And Louise was there and she was bent over and she said, well, do you want to play with this instead? <laughs> I said, oh, well, you can. Yes, please. <laughs> you certainly weren't shy then, then. No, no, no. no. Wow. But, but not much happened. They got interrupted. And then we started talking in the corridor. Okay. And we were literally just talking as friend, sort of friendly talk. And her ex came up, ripped a towel off and said, do you want to play with these? <laughs> so I said, uh, yes, please. So he obviously thought, well, nothing had happened. So she took me in the room. I mean, that was the dynamic with my ex-husband, that I would go off and play and he was fine with that. Yeah, so if yeah. I saw somebody that, oh, yeah, I'll go and have a bit of fun and then we'd perhaps talk about it when we got back and everything. So in, a, in the room we went together. Do you want to do the next bit? Mm, it lasted about... 30 seconds? <laughs> he was shaking like a leaf. And she, said, she said, what's wrong? I said, well, I haven't had sex in about 18 months. <laughs> wow. Because of the situation at home. Yeah. And then she said, that word that I'll never forget. Oh, well, next time you can fuck me. I thought, <laughs> wow, there's next time? I'm coming back. <laughs> it's good here. <laughs> and then I became her Mr Saturday. OK, so you just used to meet at the club on a Saturday? Yep, yeah. Due okay. to work, I couldn't go any other days, so it was always weekends. Yeah, and then I had a Mr Friday who decided he wanted to try and be Mr Saturday, and I said, no, 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 Mr Saturday's here, you can't be Mr Saturday. <laughs> that is so cool. Wow. So did, did you kind of know, how quickly did you know that, OK, this is... Because we have had another couple on the show, the, the lovely Vanilla Chocolate. Yes. yes. Who also yes. now... They going back to that show. You can listen, dear listener, if you're listening. You can you can listen on previous shows to, to their story. They knew straight away that there was kind of an instant connection there. Was it the same for you, or was it something that kind of just grew? For me, it grew. But yeah. I'd been in a situation where I was playing with a lot of you know men yeah. singly. So 
initially he was like, oh, he's interesting, he's intriguing. Yeah, well, let's see where this goes. But because of my home situation and everything, yeah. I wasn't sort of even thinking of it going any further. Of it course. was just a bit of fun, yeah. but I really liked him. <laughs> and then we were meeting up on a regular and we got chatting. And then, you know, just getting to know each other, that's when, you know... <laughs> It's like you always say, communication. Yeah. Yeah. And we'd literally sit out in the smoking room and we'd sit there for hours on end just talking. Hmm. Not about anything in particular, just talking about life and everything. And then you thought I'd done another one weekend. We'd arranged to meet and I had to call it off at the last minute because my sister had had an accident. Oh. So I had to go up and rescue her and... Louise thought, oh, that's it, any excuse and that. Yeah, excuses time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was actually the Genuine. truth. <laughs> yes. So I messaged him on WhatsApp and thought, OK, how's, how's things, you know, expecting him. You know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. And then we started talking, he was trying to explain to me what had happened with his sister and whatever. So he said, do you know what, it's easier if, you just ring, if I just ring you. So uh, that's it. We started talking on the phone and it must have been about an hour and a quarter just talking. That is so cool. It is cool. And I think, because I think we had a brief conversation in in the club, which is why I said, you guys need to come on the podcast, because we hadn't had anybody up until that point that had met in that situation. No, no, no. I think Vanilla Chocolate had met on a private meet, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, so Mm. they got chatting through Fab, didn't they? Yes, yeah. But with you guys, it was literally you had a physical meet at the club. Yeah, which proves naked attraction does work. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, it's serious. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It actually got to the point when we walk in the club, if I got there a bit earlier than Louise... Other people in the club would say, "Oh, your girlfriend's not here yet." <laughs> so, so even other people had picked up on that. Other people had actually picked yeah. up on it. Oh wow! That you got yeah. That, that chemistry was obviously yeah. quite a, a, a thing. It definitely was. Yeah. And the fact that I suppose at the time neither of you were really looking for anything other than just you know, yeah, looking for a friend. A I think friend, it, yeah, someone yeah. you can actually because, sit down and talk to. And you know, we were sort of able to. I couldn't talk to anybody about my situation and. Um, yes. what was happening. You can't go, oh, yeah, my husband stresses or anything like that. You, yeah. can't, you can't talk to anybody about that. And just being able to have somebody you could talk things through with, and I think you needed it as well, mm-hmm. didn't you? Where... Yeah. Especially do, you, this... do you think you two were both more <clears throat> open to have those quite open conversations because of the fact that you were already in, you know in the swinging environment and everything. Well, basically, basically, the way we were sat there, we got nothing to hide, so... Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just wondered, you know, if, if, you, if you hadn't been in, you'd met in a different circumstance, whether you would have felt you could be that open about talking about your, your exes and what you'd both think been so. through. No, because you couldn't have talked about swinging if you didn't know that the other person was, you know... I mean, Involved, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, that's a very good, good question, in a way, because we've said the same thing. We've gone to vanilla... Um, nights out and vanilla occasions, you yeah. know, family parties and things. And you kind of look at your watch sometimes and you think, it's half past nine, I'm a bit bored. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the Swingers Club, you can talk about anything. Yeah. We've actually had it coming from Louise's daughter who said, oh, instead of going down the club, she was always against it. Yeah. Go and go down to the pub, have a drink down there. We tried it. We sat there for about half an hour thinking, is this it? Great. Yeah. Sort of shouting across the table because it was that loud in yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Nobody talked to you. Yeah. It's got, so nah, true. Yeah. We go in. 
conversa- yeah, conversations in the swingers clubs are the best conversations. Not necessarily about sex. No, not anything. At all. anything. But you don't have to hide anything. You don't. You can have say to. what you want. Exactly. That is exactly. And you're also with like-minded people that understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you can't. And they get you, don't they? It's like. They know what you mean when you say something. Yeah. You can't. You don't have to sit there thinking, "Oh, can't say that." Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. And so I think true. that's the difference. That's why you can relax so much more when you're in the club because you know everybody else that's in that club, even though their stories are different and their dynamics are different. Yeah, they all still understand. Yeah, and and you can have very frank and open conversations and stuff. So, yeah. what is your dynamics then as a couple now that you're together? Um, we swing together uh, you know we will meet other couples we very very rarely go off on our own I mean it has happened but I prefer to stay together yeah um and I mean I I will do a little bit of bi-curious which you know I quite enjoy in the right circumstance I enjoy I wish you could see this but literally <laughs> nodding his head like mad <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that did surprise me the first time. Thought, oh, yeah, I'll sit back and watch. I don't <laughs> it's got to be the right circumstance, though. It's not like a given, and I wouldn't actively seek no, another one. Yeah, I'm, you see, I'm I'm very similar to that um, because obviously I've doubled. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. It's not I, something I'm nodding frantically. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen the photos. It's not something that's usually at the top of my list, but it's one of those things. You know, if you meet the right person, yes, and it feels right, and you've yeah. got that kind of connection, yeah, then it can be a really, really lovely experience. Yes. So, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. Did you have a part? So obviously, you kind of got together. Did you have like a conversation where you're thinking, okay, now we're actually a couple? Did you have to have that conversation? Are we going to continue along the swinging journey? Or was it something you, you kind of... Not so- really with the swinging side. It was just that neither of us would actually make the first move and admit that there was more to it than just the swinging side. Really? Because oh, okay. yeah. so did- I, I ended up getting a message at work, oh, I need to talk to you. And I was like, oh, God, what have I done oh, now? That's, that's not a good text, is, 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 that, is yeah. it? Yeah, and then I was... In the end, I actually phoned and said, what have I done? What have I done? Nothing. <laughs> and that's when the conversation came through. That okay. There was more to it than just... There were, so, so it was there more, more the feelings than actual... You were more swinging. sort of coy about talking about a romantic relationship than mm-hmm. you were about both yeah, of you swinging. we could go into a room and have sex and there was, you know, that was fine, absolutely. Yeah. But to actually admit that there was more, more feelings there than just... You know, in fact, it was, of, it was one of your friends on Fab that told you, "Well, tell him." Yeah. Tell him what you think. So was that was the conversation that that you said you needed to have then? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Louise, were you the one that kind of started it? And yeah, I mean, we were both in situations that weren't necessary. Well, it certainly wasn't working for me, and it wasn't working for you. Definitely not. Paul said that. Uh, if the situation was different, then he would love to take things further. But as things were at the time, yeah. you know, we could we could be friends, but it couldn't go any further because yeah. of, you know, where we both were. Yeah. And then things did change quite rapidly after that. I mean, I left my husband and I moved in with my daughter because I'd got to a situation where it was... I just was unhappy. It was affecting my health and I just thought, this isn't this isn't what I want. Yeah. And we did split up and it was pretty awful. I mean any relationship that splits up is pretty awful, but we've come through the other side of it and things are better now, but you know, it was a 
pretty dark place. But then Paul's circumstances changed as well. And we sort of found ourselves, middle of COVID, being able to... Uh, lock down together. Yeah, we locked down together, we did. Well, not the first time, because the first part of the lockdown, you moved into your own flat. Yeah. Which is when you realised that net curtains don't hide things from the neighbours. <laughs> especially in the dark. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, especially in the dark when you've got students living in the flat opposite ah. and you catch them looking like Chad over the window. Ah. That could have been an interesting silhouette. <laughs> yeah, but... Um... Yeah, I got the keys to the flat and uh, Paul had had the day off work to sort of help me out with, you know, just getting starting the moving in process and... Uh, yeah, we decided... I, I think all that was in the room was, like, a mat, which you called the dog mat, which is over there. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we thought we'd make use of it. <laughs> and then when she, she turned the light on in the living room, obviously, and there were only net curtains up. Uh, we'd just finished, and I went over to open the window, opened the curtain a bit, and there's a bloke sort of on the other end, and his head just disappeared oh. behind the window. So <laughs> he'd been watching all the time. <laughs> entertaining the neighbourhood exactly she has done that on the beach though oh oh right okay yes we need to hear this story because you mentioned this just while we were getting set up so what is the story about the beach well we'd been to wales to visit the nudist beach down there more for different nudist beach lovely place by the way okay i've not heard of that that one it is a really nice very clean beach the only thing is you have got the meerkats that sit up in the sand dunes. Every time a couple go, they sort of stick right, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was late-ish afternoon and somebody decided to put a sun hat on and give me a blowjob. Because, of course, it's illegal on the beach. You're not supposed to do anything. But oh, she okay. got a big floppy sun hat on so nobody could see anything. Ah, <laughs> nobody could see anything. Top no. tip. Yeah. <laughs> and a young bloke walked past us a couple, a couple of times, times and he yeah. sat down about 10 metres away and watching. He was obviously enjoying what he was seeing. So through his reactions, and she suddenly stands up I walked and walked o- over to him. I walked over to him and I said, are you enjoying the view? And he went, oh, I'm so sorry, do you want me to move anything? I said, no, I just wondered if you wanted a hand with that. <laughs> <laughs> he left the beach very happy. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were going to say he left very quickly. No, he left no. the beach very he happy. He obviously took you up on your, on your oh, offer. Yeah, I offered him a hand, and yes, he's, he enjoyed oh, it. <laughs> It was a bit like when we went to Amigos and we were in the in the cinema room. I was going to say, that doesn't was... remind me of the cinema room. Sometimes you just have to go yeah, for it, don't just, you? Just, yeah, and take take the moment, enjoy it. Exactly. <laughs> How often do you get to be in that kind of situation and, and yeah, the spontaneity of it, I and think, you makes do it like quite... outdoor, outdoor activities. Oh, I do like outdoor activities. <laughs> yeah. oh, better than outdoor oh, activities. Oh, yeah, good fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've, tried a, we've tried a couple of nudist speeches now, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we enjoy that sort of... On holiday, um, yeah. Holcombe Beach, when we finally found it. Yes, we've we, no, yes. been to Holcombe Beach. I didn't know that was a nudist beach. There was absolutely nobody there. There wasn't. Um, it's right at the top end, as you sort of, yeah. Very hard to find the actual nudist area. Okay. They're very elusive. <laughs> yeah, they are. And they're usually a great big long walk. And it wasn't the best of beaches there. No, it's probably the time of the year that we went as well. But the one in Wales that we go to is a very, very clean, very white sand, really nice oh, beach. Lovely. Yeah. So what would you say is probably either the one of the funniest or naughtiest or maybe one that you would never want to repeat again kind of moments well, there's never that we'd never want to repeat again <laughs> <laughs> we we do learn though 
I think you learn as you go along. When you're on the country lane and someone's on the back seat and you're stood outside listening for cars going past, don't forget the old men on the bikes that come from the other side because you can't hear them. Yeah, we were um, back of your old car, weren't we? Yeah. And, yeah, the old boy kind of came up on his bike and, oh, hello. <laughs> Did he have a big smile on his face? Yes. <laughs> he was wobbling along. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we do, we do tend to do some naughty thing. Yeah. When we've been yeah. shopping, I said, there's only one thing missing now, and that's a blowjob. So she said, come on then. Parked in the disabled parking space at a local supermarket with people loading the boots at the side of us and nobody even noticed. Fantastic. <laughs> That's what you want. That, that, that kind of, that excitement. And do you like, is it almost like you, the thought of being caught? Yes. Yes. It's Very a real thrill. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's looked like you, Mrs N. Yeah. That is definitely the same. Well, how about you got the name Mrs N? <laughs> yes, that is true. Yeah. It, it, there's something about it, isn't there, that, that hopefully somebody's going to walk past or... Stop yeah. by and... and it has happened to us as we've talked about on previous shows. Yes. <laughs> it has. Yeah. yeah, it has. So you came to our first Vanilla to Vixen night. Oh yes. yes. What was that your first trip to Liberty Elite? First ever. Yep. Was it? We'd off quite often thought about going, but we'd been put off by different things we'd heard about it, yeah. with the price and everything. Oh no, we too expensive for us, too clicky. But then yeah. when your advert came up for Vanilla to Vixen, we said we're going. Yeah. Now well, or was never, that because we was that because we, we kind of said this is the ideal night for first timers to clubs or partially yes the... because we'd always heard it's very clicky there which mm. it definitely isn't no, we've learned completely nice to, differently to hear, yeah. I think also when you first go to a club if you've kind of you kind of know or know of people there yeah. rather than just walking in cold. Yeah. I think that's better. So having an event that we were kind of felt part of because we'd messaged and stuff like that, yeah. it made it easier to go to that club for the first time. And we've been to clubs before, but it's, yeah, it's just having some... Like, we went to another club for a party night and we didn't know anybody there. Yeah. And you kind of walk in and you kind of... Although there's lots of people there, you feel a little bit invisible yeah. whereas if you're going somewhere and people kind of expecting you there they know you're going to come in it just makes it a little bit more welcoming it's and different. it was a fun night yeah the atmosphere was right the whole atmosphere in there it was a lovely club and yeah. oh, we're definitely going for the next one yeah. oh that's brilliant which is on the 12th of november thank <laughs> you for just a little plug in there <laughs> yeah and the hot tubs were very very nice there it is, isn't it? Yes, it the, is. The infamous hot tub. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we were quite in there when there was 24 in there, but we were Next there was, time. There's quite, there was quite a few when we were in. Definitely so you, next time. You couldn't time. get a bed. We were waiting for a bed. Queuing. Yeah, it was... Um, it, the, the, the nicest thing for us, because obviously it was the first time we've ever hosted, Yeah. so we were incredibly nervous, weren't we? Honestly, pe- people said to us, you know, oh, you looked... It never showed. We, we were we really, were really, nervous. really nervous, and we were just wanting to make sure everybody had, had a good time because um, it was so important. It's like, especially if this is the first time you've come to the club and and well, stuff. We, we kind of said to people, "Look, this is the night. If you've never ever been to a club, this is the night to come." And then after we'd said that, we kind of got there, and when we were setting up, we were like, "I think the responsibility just yes. suddenly dawned on us." Yeah. yeah. About two and a half seconds before those doors opened <laughs> and we kind of had that like 
you lot were all our little swinging children just yeah. felt yeah. that we had to that sounds very wrong nurture and make sure that you know Mate. you all had a really good time yeah, because you'd invited everybody along exactly. yeah. Yeah. and then yeah. you think first of all is anyone going to turn up absolutely we did have that which was a bit scary moment wasn't it and, and then, then when you see the queue in the car park yeah then somebody came in and said you do know they're queuing down the car park and we went yeah right thinking that they were just joking and yeah. they said no no actually it is and then we were like oh my god <laughs> we had a lot of people on the list but because a lot of them were all newcomers we were absolutely convinced that they'd all get cold feet and i mean there were a lot of couples there that had only just kind of joined fab yeah and they were brand new to it and we were going this is the night this is the night you want, you want to experience, you know. And we were absolutely convinced, but no, I don't think a single soul got cold feet. I don't think, I think they really, everybody embraced it, didn't they? Absolutely. It was just so lovely to see so many people enjoy. Mm. The only thing that I would say for, for me, I just felt awful that we didn't get a chance to talk to everybody. No. Because, you know, you, you try your best. And yeah. I, I, that's why I know that, you know, we managed to have a really nice conversation, did, yes. didn't yeah. we? Which yes, was we great. Did. And that's when we were just like, no, you've got to come on the podcast because <laughs> your story was just really interesting. Um, but then there was people that came up and said, oh, you know, we've had an amazing night, but the only thing was we didn't get to chat. So we were just like, I promise if you come again, we'll do our best. Was there anything, obviously, because you've, you've been to other clubs, was there anything there that you thought kind of made it different to other experiences that you've had? I think the clubs that I've been to, they tend to have small rooms and you don't have yeah. like, you know, the the massive big play bed and then all the beds around it. I have, I've been to other clubs and it's not very often you see an area that big. They tend to have like little rooms that yeah. you can go into. It's and quite shut open, doors. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that was really good. And because everybody's there enjoying themselves, you don't... You don't feel self-conscious because everybody's there. Yeah. Exactly. Not like um, in a smaller club where perhaps you're having a bit of fun and everyone's sort of standing around watching you and stuff. Yeah. And you, it can be a little bit off-putting if you've got people sort of... Depends who's watching and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So did you try the big bed or did you... No. We didn't get onto the big bed. We did use the four-poster. Nice. Okay. And the one next to the door as you came in, but the big bed was always full. Yeah. <laughs> there was not. There was barely a space on that bed, on the big bed. <laughs> that must have been peak time. That we missed that We bit. missed that one, didn't we? Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's brilliant. And by the time we got to the buffet, there was a few carrot sticks left. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was the same yeah. for me. And I blame myself for that because I'd, I'd harped on about how amazing the buffet is. and, and obviously everybody it. decided to try it out so by the time we got to get some food we were the same and literally <laughs> yeah. just a couple of carrot sticks a couple of bits of quiche and some carrot sticks yeah. and that was yeah though it was interesting that what um happened a conversation that i had with somebody at our vanilla to vixen night um was um actually a doctor hmm. um and he was asking me um about how i felt about safe sex and uh, blowjobs and things yeah. And it's not something we've ever really talked about on the show. It's something we should talk about more we on the show. We should talk about it. Um, and Because obviously everybody has different ideas, I suppose, of how, how they want to play and how they feel about it. And, and some clubs do have a club, obviously we've talked about Amigos, they do have uh, somebody there, a health professional, where you can get tested, don't they? If they you're do. not at work at the time, because it's an awkward time of the day that they're there, so if you're actually at work... You can't always make it. Mm. However, there is an alternative. Uh, is that right? Okay. Yeah, if you go online um, and Google 
SH24, so it's Sexual Health 24, but it's just the letters S and H. And you find a website, it's kind of, it's got the NHS on the top of the page as you go on because there are some sites on there that will charge you for sexual health tests but sh24 you can sign up and you can get free sexual health checks it's discreet um the they send a pack out to your house through the post it's just turns up in a little gray envelope with the tests in it that you need you have to answer a few questions about your sexuality and you know um what sort of play you do there's a few questions and then they decide what tests to send out to you what you need um all the instructions are in the kit and you can in your you know the comfort of your own home carry out the tests put everything back in the returns envelope pop it in the post send it back to them they acknowledge acknowledge when they've received it with a text message and then once they've run your tests and then they can send you the results now we've done the tests we do it every couple of months because we're active on the scene and we think that taking responsibility for your sexual health is important absolutely yeah um but because i wanted to talk about it in this podcast i had a look on the frequently asked questions and thinking well what if you did test positive for something yeah and what they would do if you read through the questions is they'd contact you through text message to sort out a suitable time that a sexual health advisor could talk to you about what kind of treatment and where you can get your treatment. So they're not going to ring you in the middle of work at 10 o'clock on a Monday morning. You can organise with them what time you're available to talk. That's really good, really thoughtful. Yeah, and then also if you need some sort of advice and help with perhaps contacting people that you've played with that Mm. need to know they can give you advice on doing that because i mean nobody wants to do that bit but you should do because it's responsibility absolutely um so yeah i think if you're active on the scene and you want to play i think for your own personal health and for protecting those that you are playing with i think it's something people should think about and it doesn't mean having to go to the old clinic and sort of like you know trying to find the time off work (laughs) and all that you can do it discreetly it doesn't cost you anything there's absolutely zero embarrassment there. exactly so i do wonder whether some people um you know are put off by going to be tested because of the embarrassment of having to go to an actual clinic and so and, and it's really easy with with a service like that so that's good good to know absolutely so top tip there from louise so thank you very much for that yes. louise okay but there's, there's another question just before we we have to go because obviously we're taking up so much of your time guys but i could feel like i could talk to you for hours <laughs> louise when you used to play on your own before you and paul got together as a couple yeah uh, there's a question that we we get asked quite a bit is how do you deal with somebody who you're probably not that connected to you don't want to play with you want you, you need to say no but you don't want to offend them have you ever been in that situation where oh yeah you had to sort of say <laughs> thanks but no thanks i love the yeah. face that oh yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah if you kind of find yourself in a situation and it's kind of not working for you You've either got the being blunt and saying, I'm sorry, this isn't working for me, if, yeah. you, if it's really... Or kind of finding a little excuse or I need a glass of water or yeah. something like that. But, yeah, you, last thing you want to do is lie there with him thinking he's having a fantastic time and you're, like, looking at your watch thinking. Yeah. yeah. So 
You see, this is why I think club meets are so much easier yeah. than home meets. Because in a home meet, you, you're trapped. They've come to you or you've gone to them. But at a club, you can kind of just... Sidle off somewhere. Yeah. somewhere. I mean, I've hardly... Yeah. Well, I've done very, very... We've probably done one home meet. One. Mm. Yeah, that's it. We've never... and then All the other meets prior have always been in clubs. Mm. So you've always got that kind of make an excuse or, oh, I just need to go to the loo and then disappear yeah. if it's really bad. <laughs> so what if, what if a guy approached you and you were definitely like, I, I really don't want to play with you? So even before you get to the play stage? Oh, if it's just kind of like, yeah, um, just say, no, I'm sorry, I'm not interested or I'm not playing tonight. Just I'm not in Polite but firm. I think if you kind of give even the slightest suggestion maybe later or something... That's good they will advice. be following you around all night. Yeah, that's really that good is advice. good advice. Yeah, because yeah. we do, and I know that we've had this question from a lot of uh, the couples that that came to the club for the first time. And you yourself, yeah, you admit in the beginning you were almost frightened to offend people. I was, it's like yeah, this, this British way of don't yeah. want to offend anyone. That takes a bit of getting used to, but if you give that even the suggestion, even if you know fine well that you wouldn't, you don't want to. If you give that suggestion that you may be, then they will hang on to that little bit of hope yeah, yeah. Absolutely. so you might as well just be honest and say look no i'm sorry it's not for me crush them in the beginning yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, nice, but, but nicely you know <laughs> well listen guys you guys have been amazing thank you thank so, it's much. Been so much fun <laughs> it was just it was so lovely meeting you at vanilla to Vic, so. it was and we're so looking forward to you coming back to oh, the next one really looking forward, forward to seeing to, yeah. you yeah. we cannot wait only a couple of weeks away we're so excited yeah we are i think we're feeling a little bit more um confident this time aren't we mr yeah, M, because we're, so. we're not completely new newbies at hosting no, now so no, we're really so. excited yeah we're looking forward to everybody that's going to come along that night absolutely we'll definitely, definitely be there yeah definitely fantastic thanks again so thank you so much for making us feel so welcome bye everybody bye bye bye, bye. 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 <laughs>